These are the Get Over Yourself Podcast Sponsors. MoFo, male optimization formula with organs to boost testosterone naturally. Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece, a mind-blowing nut butter blend. Carol Fit, stationary bike, awesome eight-minute workout. Organifi, whole food organic superfood supplements and drink blends. Perfect Keto, the cleanest, highest potency ketone supplements. Viore Clothing, fashionable, functionable, incredibly comfortable performance apparel. And please visit the bradkerns.com shop page for my personal selection of favorite products for health, fitness, and peak performance. And here we go with the show. The critical hours of the evening from 12 to 3 a.m. These are the critical hours where the remnants of mammalian hibernation lie for our species. These are the anabolic times for sleep when we are rebuilding our proteins and recycling our cellular contents. No whining, no complaining, and no excuses. See if you can make it through one day without resorting to any of these. This forces you to be accountable even if you're right and they're wrong. Number one, remember that you will die. Number two, value your time more than your own possessions. Number three, be ruthless to things that don't matter. Number four, put your day up for review. Hello and welcome to The Breather Show, insights from the experts. And this is part three in the wonderful series on a new topic of health optimization, biohacking, that kind of stuff. And I have a bunch of quick tidbits from different people I think you're going to really love. Let's start with the YouTube sensation, Tom Bilyeu. His channel is called Impact Theory, and he has interesting interviews with experts from all walks of life with millions of views. All those viewers can't be wrong. It is really good quality stuff. And he's an interesting guy that's had a great life journey himself. Uh, Here's his quick opinion about the secret to happiness. Quote, work your ass off at something you care very deeply about to get very good so that you can serve not only yourself, but others. Hey, that's pretty good. Let's paint that on the wall uh, at a college recreation center or something, huh? For the students to reflect upon. Work your ass off at something you care very deeply about to get very good so that you can serve not only yourself, but others. That's happiness all around your destiny. You can't lose if you go on that route. Thank you very much, Tom. Next is from Dave Asprey's book, Game Changers. A little tidbit about brain science, brain research. Our brain likes to engage in the familiar to save energy. When you build good habits, you free up more energy to work on the peak performance creative stuff. Tiger Woods, under pressure, says, he says, do the exact same thing, don't change a thing. So walk the same pace on the golf course, do the same number of practice swings, uh, engage with your caddy in the same manner. But so often you see athletes under pressure choke because they leave their familiar routine and try to do something different just due to the uh, increasing intensity of the circumstances. And that can always be a mistake. And I think this has a lot of application to everyday normal life. Uh, I'm thinking of my morning flexibility, mobility, core strengthening, leg strengthening yoga routine that I'm so enthusiastic about. I filmed an entire YouTube video to show you exactly what I do every day. 
it has multi-dimensional benefits to my life. Obviously, it elevates the fitness platform from which I launch all other workouts because I know the first 30 minutes of my day are going to be proceeding through this pretty challenging routine, increasingly challenging routine that's building flexibility, mobility, injury prevention, strength, balance, all that good stuff. It's also contributing to my daily movement quota because if I get busy and don't do a formal workout, uh, have a lot of periods of stillness as the day runs its course, at least I know I knocked out a half an hour first thing. Uh, But I think the more profound intangible psychological benefits are something that I'd like to share uh, in this context here. Because if I can be a creature who gets up as a creature of habit and does this every single day uh, without a second thought, without having to exercise any of that precious willpower that I can save for other things, without having to exercise any creative energy, because again, I do the exact same thing every day. I count to the same numbers. My brain is not occupied with uh, getting clever and creative as I might during uh, another workout where I'm deciding which trail to take on my bicycle or which implement to challenge myself with next in the gym, whatever. If I can just do this sort of robotic morning pattern, I believe it sets me up to be a more focused and disciplined person throughout the day. So back to Dave's quote, jumping right back. Uh, Tiger Woods doing the same thing uh, when he's under pressure in a golf tournament. The brain will tend toward downwiring to save energy So you have to be intentional about creating new habits. Otherwise, you will slip into old habit. So what he means there, I believe, is you build this good habit, you build that good habit, you establish some dietary parameters. Uh, You don't have to bring in willpower and creativity into the mix. Uh, For example, you just know that uh, you don't consume sugary beverages or refined industrial seed oils. So with those things a given, you no longer faced with a choice of whether or not to eat those and to tempt yourself or to drift off your A game because you were tired at the end of a long day or because you were traveling or because of whatever reason. If they're out of your diet, banned from your diet, they're simply banned. It's like the person on the airplane who's offered a bag of peanuts who has a severe peanut allergy. They just shake their head no. They don't look at them and go, uh, what brand? Uh, are, are they fresh? Um, do I feel like it? None of that happens. And so if we just build in a ton of good habits, hey, guess what? Uh, If the brain does tend toward downwiring to save energy, maybe we are going to float into the no man's land where we're not being super disciplined and productive and on our A game all the time. I know I have certain evenings where uh, I just allow myself to relax and watch uh, whatever shows on there, even if it's not my all-time favorite. I'm just kind of relaxing, maybe enjoying some social interaction, watching with other people giving my work ethic and competitive intensity a little break. But hey, guess what? When that clock strikes 1030, I have built a highly disciplined habit of going off and going to sleep. And that's because I experience so much pain and suffering the next day when I miss my bedtime and don't get optimal sleep. I might be a wussy boy in this category, but I really love my sleep. And it would take an extremely special occasion to have me bypass my program bedtime in favor of, let's say it was a special occasion, a party, uh, a super incredibly fantastic movie, or whatever it is that I choose to uh, carry on into the later evening than I'm used to. Uh, But the 
takeaway point here is that maybe the previous one or two hours were just relaxing and letting go and letting the brain down wire and then uh, kicking right back into uh, the program habit that frames my day optimally. Okay, so that was a cool tidbit from Game Changers. And then another one, uh, he talks about a meta moment, I guess a breakthrough, a transformational moment, is the space between the stimulus and your reactive response. Instead of triggering anger, evaluate why a certain statement made you feel bad and then respond with intention. Ah, taking that taking that breather. Uh, was it Dr. Ron Sinha on his show uh, wants his patients to take five deep breaths before they respond in any way? And just getting a habit of doing that, hey, maybe then you're going to go ahead and respond back to the person out the window like that cut you off and you do have some choice feedback for them. But if you can build up that talent to take five deep breaths before responding, especially in heated interactions with loved ones or people where filtering your true self or your true behavior, that can be really valuable and kind of elevate the uh, the basis of the relationship interaction to be more respectful, more intentional. Hey, I want to tell you about Schwank Grills. This is a revolutionary portable gas infrared grill that uses the exact same heating technology as the world's best steakhouses. You heat up to 1500 degrees Fahrenheit to grill the juiciest steak you've ever tasted in as little as three minutes. Can you believe it? That's right. You do not have to go to those crowded, noisy, super overpriced steakhouses anymore when you have the same technology in your backyard. And the Schwank portable infrared grill is not just for steak. You can make chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, lobster, vegetables. I make salmon in three minutes. They even have a pizza stone accessory. I want you to visit their very informative and mouth-watering website at schwankgrills.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-N-K. Everything you cook, faster, juicier. The speed is so important, so convenient. Uh, There's a drip tray on the bottom, so you let the juices drip down. I love the bison burger, the venison burgers. That's my game. And then you can add a mixture of butter, spices, whatever you want, into the tray. Pour it back onto your meat or your salmon for a huge improvement in flavor. Are you getting hungry? I am. <laughs> Let's go to schwankgrills.com, S-C-H-W-A-N-K, grills.com, and up your home cooking game. This is a one-of-a-kind grill. I have a great discount code for you, of course. It's BRAD150 to save $150 off your purchase of a Schwank grill. Dr. Jack Cruz tidbit coming up next, a little teaser for way more content that I share on the breather shows that I did honoring his work. And this little tidbit comes from a lengthy article where he talks in detail about your circadian rhythm. So a 24-hour article uh, checking in at different time frames about what's going on hormonally and genetically. And we want to talk about the critical hours of the evening from 12 to 3 a.m. These are the critical hours where the remnants of mammalian hibernation lie for our species. These are the anabolic times for sleep when we are rebuilding our proteins and recycling our cellular contents. They are three of the most important hours in all of human biology. If you miss them, you can bet that you have several Neolithic diseases for sure. Why, you may ask? 
because if these three hours are not optimized during the sleep cycle, autophagy is never optimized and cellular repair does not occur sufficiently in our cells. This means we are using old broken down parts in our cells as the next day arrives at 6 a.m. and cortisol spikes again to wake us up. Way more detail on our circadian function uh, during the Jack Cruz breather shows. Uh, here's an insight on electromagnetic fields from a discussion with Dr. Joe Mercola, uh, the popular author and website purveyor at mercola.com. And of course, Tommy Wood, one of the popular guests on the Get Over Yourself podcast. We had three shows in a row uh, way back. So listen to all those about general healthy lifestyle tips from a really balanced and measured perspective that Tommy's known for. Uh, Here's the talk about EMF. EMF exposure is millions orders of magnitude greater than a century ago. Obviously, since we didn't have all the technology that's emitting uh, signals these days. We didn't have those back then. We don't know certain effects on humans. Well, we do know that rates of autism have risen from 1 in 1,000 to 1 in 68 in a very short time, a few generations. Alzheimer's is now headed toward a statistic of 1 in 2. And this is going to happen during our lifetime. One in two of us is going to suffer from dementia, Alzheimer's related cognitive decline conditions. Experts believe that is strongly associated with the environmental pollution, especially EMF, and also our crappy modern diet, particularly the excess consumption of sugar and excess insulin production. Uh, they are now calling Alzheimer's. This was uh, a nickname coined by Alzheimer's researcher, Dr. Suzanne Delamonte from Brown University. Uh, uh, who nicknamed it type 3 diabetes because Alzheimer's and related conditions are characterized by dysfunctional glucose metabolism in the brain, right? All the cells in the body are traumatized by uh, the excessive consumption of carbohydrates, that excess glucose floating around in the bloodstream. You develop these things called advanced glycation to end products. That's when excess glucose molecules attach to important structural proteins throughout the body and wreak havoc on their healthy cellular function. Guess which cells are most vulnerable? It's the longest lasting cells in the body. So we have the cardiovascular system, we have the kidneys, we have the retina, we have have the brain. That's why type 1 diabetics uh, are routinely suffering from uh, vision and kidney problems. So the brain cells, the brain neurons are the most sensitive of any cell to uh, dysfunction such as excess insulin production, excess inflammation, and oxidative stress from consuming that high carbohydrate, high insulin producing diet. And therefore, we are headed toward type 3 diabetes unless we uh, transform our diets to avoid uh, both type 2 and type 3 diabetes. If you're not afraid of type 2, and I guess a lot of us aren't because there's uh, 100, 200 million Americans who are qualified, classified as pre-diabetic, uh, at least be afraid of type 3 because uh, it does not seem like a fun way to go uh, toward the end of life to lose your cognitive functioning. Okay, and on the Brian Hoyer show, I go into detail. He was the EMF expert that I interviewed, so go listen to that show if you're interested. Uh, here's some suggestions from Mercola to battle EMF radiation uh, during jet travel because the 
the confined metal space up in the sky uh, is a great source of electromagnetic radiation. So he wants you to fast on the day of your flight because when you're in a fasted state, remember your internal antioxidant production is boosted and you have therefore a more protective uh, state when you uh, get on the plane. Your cellular repair and detoxification is optimized. That's the process of autophagy that we strongly associate with fasting. So fasting on your travel days is a great idea. He also suggests doing a high-intensity workout before you head out on your plane flight so you will deplete glucose. Then you will start uh, boosting ketone production, and that's especially helpful in the brain, a much cleaner burning fuel source than glucose. So fun times. Get on that plane, depleted from your high-intensity workout, cranking out those ketones in a fasted state, autophagy. I like to fast during travel. Uh, Mark Sisson helped me uh, understand this insight uh, because it helps with uh, adjusting to the new time zone, which I've always had huge problems with. I don't know compared to who, compared to what, but I used to travel to the races in Europe or Australia, and I'd just be zonked out for a week in Europe, trying to stay awake during the day, uh, taking a nap, and it turns out to be a four and a half hour power nap, and then staying up all night. And it was always very stressful to my body. I couldn't adapt well to time zones. Uh, but if you can fast, for the duration of your trip, within reason, right? If it's a 13-hour flight, uh, you might get too hungry. You might have to eat something. But if you can fast until you arrive at your destination and then consume meals on target with the time zone that you want to adapt to, your transition is going to be much quicker and more complete and efficient uh, because the digestive circadian rhythm is strongly tied to your overall circadian rhythm. So if you wake up in the morning, let's say get that digestive tract started uh, at 8 a.m. with a smoothie or you know a small amount of calories if you're not used to it, uh, but then that'll help you kind of get uh, awakened and energized for the busy day if it's a new time zone. So a good tip there. And then Mercola also adds the idea of taking a huge dose of exogenous ketones in conjunction with your travel. Another fantastic idea. So you'll get that ketone production guaranteed, reliably so, while you are traveling and subject to extra EMF exposure. And Perfect Keto, go look at their website, uh, go to bradkerns.com shopping page. You can get the great discount. Uh, I think it's buy one and get the second one for 40% off. And I've been using their uh, brain neurotropic in the morning and it's a really nice blend. It tastes great, uh, just mixed in hot water and gives you a nice boost to get your brain function on target for a busy day. All right, that's enough from uh, Mercola on Tommy Wood and Brian Hoyer. A lot of people weighing in about the dangers of EMF. Definitely something to pay attention to. I know I get fatigued uh, with my to-do list of all the health practices that I have to stay on top of, uh, but if you can at least make a basic effort to minimize your EMF exposure, that's going to be a nice thing. Pete Carroll coming in next, the famous football coach of the Seattle Seahawks, and he has three rules for a healthy, successful organization. So those of us immersed into organizational life in our careers, maybe this stuff can really help. Number one, always protect the team. 
And he's, of course, talking about his Seahawks football team. So let's see how this reference applies to you and your life and the groups that you're part of. You're representing yourself and your team at all times in every interaction. So he reminds his Seahawks that they are Seahawks, not only on the football field, uh, but in the clubs late at night, on the airplane, interacting with the public, whatever. And the same is true. This is, again, relevant to everybody uh, for your personal reputation, your family name, and for groups that you're part of. Oh, that's such great advice. I remember my father uh, emphasizing that point when I was really young, that your most precious asset is your name, your reputation in the community. And I think about that with people who, for example, uh, blow me off and don't answer my emails. Not everyone owes me an answer. So I'm not talking about uh, when I hit up Cardi B to come sing at Mia Moore's birthday party and she owes me a no. No, no, no. I'm talking about people that you've interacted with, that you've created value for. You've had great uh, interaction back and forth. You've given and served them and then they can't be bothered to even write you back. I want to discuss the incredible benefits of red light therapy and how you can get started with Mito Red Light. Mito, like mitochondria, red light makes the premier light therapy devices in the world and at incredibly affordable prices. I stand in front of my Mito Pro 1500 unit every morning, carefully exposing my eyeballs, other important balls, and my entire body to special wavelengths of red and near for red light. When I tell people about my daily devotion to red light therapy, they typically ask, does this stuff really work? And the answer is yes. And there are thousands of studies supporting its effectiveness. Here's how. It's called photobiomodulation where specific wavelengths of red and near-infrared light, red's visible, near-infrared is not visible, that's why it looks like only half of your panel's working, these wavelengths help mitochondria in cells throughout your body produce more energy and clear waste products more efficiently. Red light exposure helps mobilize nitric oxide trapped in the mitochondria and allows oxygen to return to the cell and increase ATP production. The benefits are proven again and again for skin health, muscle recovery, joint pain, and numerous inflammatory conditions. Red light therapy is also beneficial for circadian rhythm alignment because we generally get far too little direct sunlight and too much indoor blue light from screens and light bulbs at the wrong times. You don't hear much about this benefit of red light therapy, but when I turn on those lights, first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I walk across the hall, I stand in front of the panels, and I feel instantly awake and energized. And believe me, there's a lot of days where Mr. Health Guy here wakes up feeling a little groggy and a little whiny, like I don't want to right get up now and get into my morning exercise routine. But when I stand in front of the lights, in one minute, I swear I feel wide awake. I get all that grogginess out naturally. It's super powerful, super effective. Besides all the healing and the cellular benefits. I also love it for being a natural wake-up machine. You have to try red light therapy. I am certain that you will become a devoted user. And guess what? Mito Red Light offers a 60-day no-risk trial period and a special 5% discount for B-Rad podcast listeners. Just visit Mito Red Light, M-I-T-O, redlight.com, and use the code BRAD on any of their products. Go for it today and get started on your red light journey.
that is tarnishing their own name and their own reputation, at least in my mind. And if they don't care, that's fine too. But remember, when you walk around and interact, uh, your name will never leave you, will never escape you, okay? That's a good one. So that was number one, always protect the team and always protect your personal reputation, 1A. Number two, Pete Carroll, no whining, no complaining, and no excuses. See if you can make it through one day without resorting to any of these. This forces you to be accountable, even if you're right and they're wrong. It's not necessary to dive into negativity. Learn the lesson and move on. Number three, be early. Being early demonstrates a high regard for yourself and for others. When you arrive early, it shows that you have done the necessary preparation, prioritization, discipline, and focus, that you have your shit together. Carol says that he chose the word regard very carefully, as this proves that you have self-respect as well as respect for others. Uh, this one hit me particularly hard because I'm not known as a person who's punctual. Uh, I don't know, personality insight or uh, behavior patterns that have been ingrained uh, that I'm not proud of. And when you s- realize that um, being early demonstrates a high regard for yourself and for others. So whatever being late says about me and whatever excuse I have to come up with for the reason I'm late to this or that, Uh, it still shows disrespect for the other person's time. So working on it, trying really hard. And then when you realize the distinction between being early and being on time, that's a huge distinction there. Because when you have the goal of being on time, then you can run around trying to be on time. And then, sorry, I'm late. The traffic was surprisingly difficult and therefore I'm late. But if your goal is to be early and little things creep up that delay you uh, unexpectedly, guess what? You're going to show up on time instead of late. So love Pete Carroll's admonition to be early rather than being on time. And we're going to end up with some insights from Gordo Byrne. I've done uh, a full show on stuff from his wonderful blog that you can find, uh, Family, Fitness, and Finances. Uh, This is a list of six time management techniques from the ancient Stoic philosopher Seneca, who's risen into prominence lately, Ryan Holiday, Tim Ferriss, uh, big fans. And so now we're hearing about this old stuff as fresh and new. Okay, Uh, but this is why, this is what inspired Gordo to leave his desk job 20 years ago. Whew, all right, number one, remember that you will die. Number two, value your time more than your own possessions. Number three, be ruthless to things that don't matter. Number four, put your day up for review. Number five, do it now. And number six, realize what time off is for. Rest actively, not idly. Oh, okay, this list appeared in the Daily Stoic newsletter in 2020, and I think Gordo saw it, wrote about it in recent times, uh, but is referencing that the same ideas were what prompted him to leave his job 20 years ago. And he says, uh, numbers one, two, and three led to 
number four becoming a life review rather than a day review. So remember, number one, remember you'll die. Number two, value your time more than your possessions. Number three, be ruthless to things that don't matter. And number four was put your day up for review. So he's saying that reflecting on number one, two, and three led to a life review and realizing back when that uh, he could see where his choices were going to take him over the ensuing 10 years. So if he didn't change course in his career, you could imagine yourself uh, where you are if you stick what we're doing 10 years from now and see if you like it or maybe want to change course. Good stuff. And that wraps up a breather show on all kinds of, I told you it was going to be a wide ranging uh, tidbits of advice about health optimization, life optimization, biohacking fun stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Hey folks, how about a non-drinker telling you what kind of alcohol you should drink? That's right. It's pseudo sommelier Brad Kearns here to recommend dry farm wines. Why? Because if you choose to drink, I want you to be healthy and make a superior choice to the mainstream commercial wines. Listen to my podcast with Dry Farm Wines founder Todd White. The insights were astonishing, especially that most all commercial wines are loaded with dozens of chemicals that the FDA allows in your wine, but don't have to be listed on the label. And the sugar, oh my goodness, the sugar levels can be as much or more per liter than Coca-Cola, but difficult to taste due to the acidity in the wine. Dry Farm Wines is a membership club where you're shipped hand-picked wines from old-world family-run vineyards in France, Italy, Greece, and Sicily. These wines come from non-irrigated vineyards hundreds of years old that deliver a tastier, higher antioxidant grape, and they're independent lab certified to be completely free from chemical additives and naturally 100% sugar-free. That's right, the sugar was allowed to ferment out instead of be arrested by chemical intervention in the name of pleasing the average consumer palate that has a sweet tooth. The Dry Farm Wines Club has taken off like crazy because ancestral and keto enthusiasts, people who care about their health, appreciate a sugar-free wine. You'll enjoy the variety, the taste, and the pleasant sensation in the aftermath of burning through the alcohol buzz and going on with your life without a hangover. So if you care about your carb intake and your overall health, Dry Farm Wines has a special promotion for podcast listeners. Get your first bottle for a penny when you enroll at dryfarmwines.com slash brad or click on the Dry Farm Wines at the bradkerns.com shopping page. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the show. We would love your feedback at getoveryourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And we would also love if you could leave a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it's a hassle. You have to go to desktop iTunes, click on the tab that says ratings and reviews, and then click to rate the show anywhere from five to five stars. And it really helps spread the word so more people can find the show and get over themselves, because they need to. Thanks for doing it.